Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food in the body, more than clothing. I spent a lot of energy on Sunday explaining firmly that the feeling of anxiety is not sin. It is not a violation of love for God and neighbor to feel anxious. The word Jesus uses is do not be over-concerned. Do not be minutely concerned about those things. So, of course, it is not a sin to feel nervous or anxious. And, of course, it can become a sin when it blocks the love of God and neighbor. And yet, in this very moment, I'm implying something that is incredibly untrue. And I implied it on Sunday, which is that the with God life is about sin management. I never said that, and I'm not going to say it now, because the with God life is not about sin management. There is no longer any penalty or weight or guilt that accompanies sin for the follower of Jesus. It has all been poured out on Jesus for us, all the guilt, all the penalty, all the weight. So Christians learn to enjoy the joy purchased for them by Jesus. Followers of Jesus have the category of wisdom, which is skill in the art of godly living, according to one of my professors, Jack Collins. Wisdom is an incredibly important category because we're not trying to manage our sin. We can't. Only Jesus can manage it for us. But we desperately want to enjoy the joy he purchased for us. All of my very good Christian friends, at some point, have stopped drinking. Many of them only for a few days at a time or throughout the week, and the reason was to enjoy the joy. The reason was a wisdom reason. The first friend that I remember explaining this to me said, I sleep better if I don't have a beer when I get home. And when I sleep better, I'm a better father to my children. And when I sleep better, I'm a better husband to my wife. And I feel better. I'm better able to focus at work. Another friend I remember, he said, when he got home, he would have a beer. And the way that the beer would interact with a tense work day is a very uh, high-stress job, is that it would add an edge to his emotions. And his relationship with his children suffered mildly for it. He didn't particularly mention his wife, and so he has a beer or some other beverage on the weekends, but oftentimes during the weekday, he doesn't because he's a better dad. Probably my favorite long-term Christian author, John Eldridge, said that when he would walk into the house, he would notice an over-affection for the beer in the fridge. And so he stopped because he realized He was going to it, expecting it to deliver joy, which only the Holy Spirit can deliver in a deep and abiding fashion. I have no idea how long this season was for him because he's an author, not my friend. But what I've noticed in my friends and in this author is we find over-affections and we deal with them the way that Jesus encouraged us to not be overly concerned about them. We're going to them for mental and emotional and physical and spiritual joy when reality they are mundane pleasures like food and clothing 
which matter, but we ought not to become minutely concerned with. Or we noticed that our mental, emotional, physical, spiritual selves are actually being sapped by and over-affection for these things. So of course it's not a sin to feel anxiety, and of course and over-concern and over-affection for anything can become sin in that it blocks love of God and neighbor. And yet the goal isn't to make sure that we're managing our sin. The goal is to enjoy the joy of the with God life. We enjoy that God loves us and likes us, and because of the work of Christ, we're reconciled to him through the Holy Spirit, which we desperately need because we continue to sin. And so we turn to wisdom and to prayer and to friendship to enjoy the joy purchased for us in Christ. Mm -hmm.